Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Build Value by Choice, a show where we explore the strategies and tactics to help business owners achieve transformational growth. I'm your host, Nana Bonsu, and today we have a very special guest, the owner of a business-to-business networking group along with other businesses. His networking group uh, business in particular operates on an invitational basis. You can check out this show's page at www.infhorizons.com for a podcast and catch up on previous episodes. My question to you today is, are you tired of the traditional networking methods that fail to bring real value to your business? In this episode, I interviewed the owner of a business-to-business networking group that operates on an invitational basis. Discover how this unique approach to networking leads to predictable results from word-of-mouth marketing and real business growth. Please subscribe, rate, and review to stay up to date on the latest episodes. Your business transformation starts here. Our guest today is Clay Hicks. Clay is the founder and owner of H7 Network. He's an entrepreneur with a portfolio of five different companies. He's an author, a speaker, and trained on professional relationships. Clay founded his first company, A7 Network, in 2008 with the hopes of positively impacting the many underserved entrepreneurs and sales professionals. His vision is to globally revolutionize the way business professionals connect first, serve with purpose, and ask of their peers. A7 Network is a franchisor and it's a national B2B networking platform both in-person and virtual for professionals to build their own audience and develop champions for their business. His responsibility as the CEO and founder is to innovate new programs, develop new markets internationally, training, development, implementing new processes for retention, business and relationship development overall. So he's a man of many accomplishments and very busy. That's why we are so um, glad to have him on this show today to discuss the topic of uh, relationship building and business growth. A7 Network currently has members in 45 states, as well as Canada, Australia, England, Croatia, El Salvador, Colombia, the Philippines, Italy, and India. Welcome to Build Valley by Choice, Clay. Thank you for having me today. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Wonderful. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your company, and your unique invitational process to uh, networking? So um, I, I live in the Dayton area, uh, Dayton, Ohio area. Um, I've been an entrepreneur now since I was 23. So coming up on 22 years. Um, I love being an entrepreneur. I love the spirit behind being an entrepreneur with, you know, the ability to change the world and leave it a better place and um, living out my purposes, of course. Um, so I'm married. Uh, we have five children and a grandson. And um, our youngest uh, child is 17. As an entrepreneur, my wife and I are both entrepreneurs. Um, We really love doing it. And I really personally love doing it because of the transformation that really happens in someone's business when they go through um, and experience our community. And we've put a whole lot of thought into how we um, develop our business, leveraging new infrastructure that we've built uh, via technology. And a little bit about myself as the entrepreneur, um, I'm always looking for ways of making improvements um, as long as it is in within the confines of our purpose, um, our purpose in business, our values as a company, things like that. So we're ever changing and ever evolving and transforming. And that has a lot to do with uh, really myself just being patient but recognizing that uh, there's more work to be done, right? There, are, You always want to be transforming. Of course, you don't want to transform yourself out of business, of course, but you do want to transform. You do want to make sure that you're constantly getting better um, 
every day, every week, every month, um, casting better visions, getting as a CEO, getting into uh, the details when they're necessary and helping to transform the people's lives that are inside of our corporate staff, all the way out to our leadership, which we have a few, um, about 400 volunteers that we also work with um, as leaders. And that takes a whole lot of effort and emphasis around serving others where they are in where we want to go. That's really a little bit more about myself and the company there. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. Because, I mean, it, there's always, um, everybody wants to know when was that moment, you know, what inspired them, what started, you know, inside of them to say, okay, this is my mission. This is what I really want to do. And the vehicle for doing that is setting up the business. So uh, yeah. I imagine there was something, I don't know if it's just in your nature or if there was just something some kind of gap or need that you saw that made you just say, okay, I want to help define uh, relationship development and the vehicle is for doing that is the business. And I'm going to call it A7 Network. What is this A7? How did you even come up with the name A7? Well, that's a bit of a long story. So I'll keep it short. Yeah. Uh, originally uh, was named the Business Network, the Tri-State Business Network. Sorry, excuse me. And uh, well, people called it TBN. And uh, to make a long story short, Trinity Broadcast Network didn't like that too much. Right. <laughs> so uh, after the third cease and desist letter, we needed to change the name, and we did. And so um, we changed it to H7 Network. And so H7 Network um, is something, H7 is the word, H7 or the acronym or whatever. Um, I came up with that in 2014 as just an idea. I never thought it would be like a name of a company at the time. I never even pictured that. In fact, I blocked it out of my mind because it originally stood for Hicks and Seven Family Members. <laughs> so right. that doesn't fly. That didn't fly with me. I didn't want, I just, it, the name was kind of dead and it was just internal. My wife in 2015 was like, well, we need to change the name. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, do you have some ideas? She said H7. And I was like, no, I don't want to call it H7 because it stands for Hicks and Seven Family Members. And um, she said, but it's a great name. And I'm like, it is a great name. Um, it's a name that causes people to question and ask questions like, what the heck's that mean? And right. this and that is it's a, it's a great conversation starter. And so um, I said, OK, I like the name. But I'm going to change what it means. And um, so H7 actually stands for Hub for Seven Pillars, the networking success. OK, uh, that's great. That is that is awesome. Um now let's let's dive into what makes your why you decided to you know pivot or make uh, that's a centerpiece of your philosophy mm -hmm. your, the way your business operates you know, to be purely invitational versus the way other networking organizations do things. Yeah, well, so um, I'll start with this from this angle. Okay, so back in 2014 um, was kind of my moment where I started understanding more about my purpose in life and each sudden becoming a vehicle for that. Okay. So I started doing one-to-ones with all these folks. Okay. And um, I started in August of 2018. I started counting. And now after so many years, I'm at almost 6,400 one-to-ones. That caused the transformation in what is now known as invitation only in what you see today. And it really transformed who we've become. And so the big deal around the invitation only is because most of the visitors and the members, of course, I know up until now, more or less, up until a few months back when it started growing on its own, 
And to protect the community, we came up with this idea of invitation only for the purposes of, of, of protecting the community and the culture. And so there's a few things that a visitor must go through in order to make it into the community. And a lot of that had to do with transforming me away from that daily kind of duty of picking members, going through sifting visitors, all these things to have a good understanding of it. And so when we we really started to grow last year, taking off again tremendously, throwing that invitation only really transformed who's now in the community. And we want to continue transforming who the community and the culture, the community and the culture, not like, oh, Nana, you're not good. You're out. It's not like that. It's, hey, you didn't make the, it's also not, hey, you didn't, you're not up. You didn't make the snuff, so you can't get in. It's, we're looking for a very strong community of professionals that want to grow their business, that also want to work with other people. And so we had to develop this invitation only kind of system so that we could weed out those that are just there to, for example, sell to the room. I mean, that's a minimal example, but we have to mitigate that as much as we can because members like you don't want to be sold like that. Members like, well, the whole community, they just don't want that. So we have to put up a couple, you know, buffers in there to kind of slow that down. Um, and we've also had to ask, you know, members to leave, you know, that's, that's never a good thing and it's never positive and we don't want, I definitely don't want to do it. But at the end of the day, like rising tides lift all ships. And if somebody's just in there to sell to the room, they're going to hurt their own credibility while hurting the whole community's credibility. So there's some, that's the big reason why. Yeah, no, that's uh that is, that is, that's amazing. Um, so how does this contribute to uh, the whole concept of word of mouth marketing, which is kind of more, I guess, you know, maybe well known in the industry? Well, so I told you the story about all those one to ones. That yeah. was what was so transformative. Now, not everybody's going to do that many one to ones. I average approximately 100 and some per month. Okay. Now, unless the CEO desires to do that of that company, that person may decide, well, I don't want to do 100 because it's my job to do that. It's my responsibility to oversee the community and be responsible for the community and the culture. So it's good that I'm in them. But what's happened is, is all these processes have come out since. Because of the learning that I went through and the experiences I went through with all the one-to-ones, working with all of our volunteer team leads and alpha team members, you know, just connecting with them, serving them and asking them really helped us to transform our word of mouth marketing. I mean, our word of mouth marketing, here's a fun fact, right? So so we had over a thousand visitors to our community last year, all by word of mouth. We didn't spend a single dollar on marketing. And did they all make it in? No, it's okay, right? That's fine. Not everybody's in the right place. But word of mouth marketing, you know, if you're going to take your business as a consultant and try to grow that by word of mouth marketing, even if you do have staff, you're going to have to build relationships. The key in transforming your business is not just having customers. It's relationships that you build with your staff, with your team, with your customers, with those that are interested, your prospects, all that stuff, building these champion relationships. I get so many referrals from non-members. I mean, I have so many champions that are not a member of H7. And that's because 
the transformation that I went through with this hand-to-hand combat and these one-to-ones, really understanding personality styles, why they do what they do, and really getting a good picture of their behavior. Is it trustworthy? All these things that I've learned that has just made me, made us way better because of it. And now, you know, we don't deal a whole lot with, oh, clients that we don't want to work with because all we did was sell them. We never built a relationship with that prospect. And so that really helps us mitigate who's coming in as our clientele too. Yeah. What's the difference between, because I mean, it's B2B, what's the difference between B2B networking or business to business networking and business to consumer or B2C networking? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, first of all, business to business networking is going to be a business owner or salesperson networking with another, okay? that That's all it is to develop a relationship with another professional, you know, to see if they can grow their business by word of mouth, each other. So in our community, the word B2B also means you must be a B2B professional, meaning you primarily market your services to other businesses in order to get into the B2B community. Our in-person meetings have lots of B2C folks in them, okay? B2C is going to qualify, qualify as a real estate agent, a mortgage broker, maybe a financial advisor that only does business with consumers sitting at the kitchen table with the husband and the wife or whatever, right? So that is the difference in the two. And so we have in-person meetings in uh, whatever, three or four states right now. We have B2B members meetings that are in about to be in 15 states. So we're just expanding very rapidly. But B2B is primarily focused on marketing to the business. B2C is primarily focused on marketing to the consumer. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So one of the things I was I was as we were coming to the show, I thought of was I mean, it's how scale up. I mean, obviously, you know, this this sort of thing the transformation to the invitation of the model helped E7 scale beyond just you having to vet everybody, uh-huh. um, which is great. But I'm just thinking in terms of um scaling for for members. So uh, maybe like you mentioned, example you gave earlier that CEO may not want to do like 100 one-to-ones a month. Um, how does that scale for, for members who may want to have like the sales force in the organization uh, to be members? So I'm thinking of something like a like a Toastmasters type of model. Do you have that in mind or how, how is your franchise model, you know, going to evolve or planning to, you know, evolve? Good question. So, so January 1st, 2023, so... Three weeks ago, we launched what's called the Champion Shift, and that is to put the power of the community in the hands of the members instead of always being somebody from our staff reviewing a visitor and reviewing if they're a good fit, things like that. So we put so the transformation is going from you know, hey, you know, if you want to send a visitor, you can introduce them to somebody on our staff. Or you can bring them to a meeting. And then our first move is to, as a staff, or was, all right, let's schedule time with that visitor. Okay, once they visit and things like that. So the champion shift removes a lot of that. Now we're still doing some of that. So don't get me wrong. It's not perfect. It's going to take a minute for it to take all the way off. But that's what transformation does, right? It's not overnight. Right. You know? So you got to start somewhere. So the champion shift removes me all the way from the equation. I do not have to, I'm not picking anymore. I'm helping others do that, supporting that. And I still get my, I still get plenty of referrals, right? So there's still that going on at the same time. 
But the champion shift is about the members taking ownership of who they want in the community and inviting those who are doing good one-to-ones and they have good experiences with to the community. So now if if you're in Inanna and you meet somebody, you've been through the training, you've been through all the stuff, you're going to be careful when you pick and invite somebody to come in. You're not going to be willy-nilly like, hey, you're a credit card processor, you should be in the group. Because you know, via connect, serve, and ask, that if somebody across from you is giving you a good one-to-one and a good presence and also tries to help you, well, you bypass our staff altogether and you get to pick that member. And then they they fill out a qualification form. They, they go through a couple of steps now instead of us just choosing. That's a huge, huge transformation for our growth, not hinging on the CEO or always somebody from the staff from picking who makes it into the community. That's great. How do you um, stay on top of industry changes and trends to make sure that the group is always relevant to uh, and valuable for uh, business uh, members? That's a a great question, man. Uh, I'm going to answer it like this. I keep smarter people around me than myself. (laughs) And so so in layman's terms or however you want to see that, I'm a very intentional CEO about doing the things that I'm doing, and I'm 100% not the best. I'm not claiming that at all, but I'm very intentional, and I want to be out in front of the trends, okay? And I'm watching trends. For example, for example, our Zoom meetings are growing. Our whole com- our whole community is growing. We're scaling into multi- like 11 states this quarter, okay? So the reason I say that is look at what's happening at other groups that might be similar to us that is a peer. They are not. Now, do you think it's because we're using Zoom? No, it's because we have great people in our community that make our community better. And I'm going to listen to them and what they have to say instead of being one of those CEOs that say, well, I've always done it this way, so I like to do things that way. It ain't about me. It's about meeting other people where they are not forcing them to meet me where I am. And that is a very intentional way that I'm trying to be. Yeah, so it's a very nurturing environment. People are free to uh, be who they are, to be the authentic self, obviously within the um, cultural confines of H7. Um, and that's great. You had mentioned about connect, serve, and ask. And now I, I thought maybe perhaps you may want to take if you could take a minute to just kind of explain to the uninitiated what this uh, connect, serve, and ask uh, principle for your organization is. Sure. So connect, serve, and ask was born out of my first 3,000 one-to-ones. And those were the hardest one-to-ones I could have put myself in. And so as I was doing it, as I was going through that process of those one-to-ones, I learned the word connect, okay? Like, all right, so my first 30 minutes or so, I'm connecting with them. I got about 1,500 one-to-ones in, and this gentleman made a huge impact on me by serving me halfway through the appointments. Gave me 11 referrals. Seven of those people are still in the the community today. That was six years ago, (laughs) five years ago. Anyway, then I would ask a question at the end of every one of our one-to-ones. And so after those 3,000 one-to-ones, Connect, Serve, and Ask was born. And I started to understand really the philosophical, the philosophy behind it, who we are and how we treat other people. And a little bit of a secret, and I hope it's okay if I share this. Yeah, go ahead. Connect, Serve, and Ask was inspired by the way in which Jesus built a relationship with his disciples. 
Mm. So when you look at how we connect with one another these days, oftentimes it's short, quick to the point. Even in, you know, whether that's you're in a prospect meeting, you're in a one-to-one, like let's get to it. And they skip over the connecting piece, which helps you to really find a commonality with them. Then serving, you look at the world today and most people want to be served. They're not much into serving. You think about, you know, marriages, you think about businesses, CEO, staff, huge employee companies, all this stuff. They typically are always wanting to be served and don't spend a whole lot of time intentionally serving those others and lifting them up every time, like an attitude. And then asking, again, you look out into the world these days, most people, most people are not good at asking for help Mm -hmm. from like me and you level. Okay. Like, Hey, uh, Nana, I know this is what you do for a living. Can you help me with something? Most people will not be vulnerable that way. It has a lot to do with not being very great at connecting these days, maybe even prior to social media. I'm just saying. Listening to other people, active listening, that's what it is. So you can actually do some good for other people. And of course, yourself. That's where that is. Yeah, no, that's that that's that is such a uh, a unique thing. Is is it's so easy to follow the CSA connect seven ass, mm-hmm. and you just follow that every single time. It just becomes like a second nature, and it's just so helpful. It makes meetings so um, and meetings, especially networking meetings, so um, uh, productive. And yes. uh, yeah, everybody comes out of the meeting just you know feeling fulfilled. Um, just why is um, networking such a, a a great tool for business growth? Because a lot of times when people think of business growth, they're just thinking of acquisition and maybe doing ads and, and you know stuff like that. But networking, which is you know the conversation we've had is around hey you know networking and doing it differently, but also as a tool for business growth. And why should business owners, what is, the, what is the advice that you have for business owners for uh, using networking as a tool for business growth um, this year and why they need to make the time for it, especially if, if the business owner is somebody who's, uh, who's a, could have put a bottleneck in your business, why they need to restructure their business to be less dependent on them so they can make more, make, uh, more time uh, for uh, networking as a tool for business growth. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, networking can't always be the only thing. You know what right. I mean? That, that's a long, that's a long path. Um, but it's, so uh, one of our members, he taught me this, his name is Mark Perone. So I used to, there used, there used to be this saying, it's like, uh, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Okay. That That's an old saying, blah, blah, blah. Well, Mark came up with a great one, which is it's not who just who you know, it's how you know them, mm-hmm. how you know them. And we were talking this through a year ago and the importance of how you know somebody else and what that can do for your business. I mean, just simply put, you have one relationship with one professional that you meet with on an ongoing basis, very uh, with a level of frequency and consistency and with an agenda where you're going to help each other each time. That is so powerful because instead of always just calling this list of 100 people. Now you can ask your relationships, who in this 100 people can do, do you know? Do you have a relationship with? And can you introduce me to them? Well, if I've built like no and trust, I just literally cut right to the front of the line. And that's because I had a champion, not just somebody I socialized with, not just somebody I just met. I got real intentional. And so if you are intentional, you can... Basically, balance out your growth 
with getting into doors that you would have had to work three to five times harder to get into instead of saying, hey, I'm on LinkedIn. Seems that you know this person. Do you have a good relationship with them? And they're like, yes, I do. Okay, cool. Can you introduce me to them? Well, if I've built like no and trust, that's game, set, match. I get to meet the person and I get to bypass all my cold calls or at least some. And I can start really building the clientele that I really desire intentionally to have. That's what word of mouth, word of mouth marketing does. It gives you balance instead of just being one-sided or whatever. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, I know we, 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 we're going to uh, be wrapping up, uh, you know, now, now, do uh, you use the word champion? I just want to make sure that you know you explain a little bit more because champion means a little bit um, something specific in your uh, lingo. Um, what exactly is a champion in the networking world for you? Okay, all right. So most people are very familiar with referral partners, strategic partners, power partners, whatever relationship status you want to call it. None of them are champions. They're not. Okay. So referral partners and all of those type of relationships that I mentioned really comes down to zero predictability. You have no idea when that relationship is going to come through. There is zero intentionality about it. And it comes down to waiting on my friend John to come across somebody that he thinks would be a good fit for me. So basically timing and opportunity. Champions are intentional relationships where you behave intentionally with them. And here's the behaviors you would exude. You would also build like known trust. And then you would meet with that person once they've kind of agreed to meet with some level of frequency and consistency. Your objective in meeting with that person on a monthly basis or whatever that frequency is, is to help each other right now so that you can fill your pipeline with the clientele that you want and you can nurture those relationships more proactively instead of waiting around for somebody to call or for the phone to ring. You're getting out in front of it via champion relationships. And that's what we train on in our uh, or in our community is champion training is a process to do that. That's great. Uh, no, uh, really, you know, we can, you know, we can clearly, you know, talk for an, for an hour. It's a, uh... It's uh, it's such a fascinating kind of topic, and and you know you're doing a great work in the community, helping the business owners. Are there any specific success stories about you know how um, the using a champion approach has delivered more success than, for instance, if you had been using the referral partnership model? Yeah, so I have one right now. She just finished champion training, changed her daggone life. Okay, so when she started in the champion training, she went into it wanting to be teachable. Okay. She's a, she works for a fractional CFO company. That's what they do in bookkeeping and some stuff. And um, she was kind of an outlier for a long time. You know, she didn't, she didn't come yet and she didn't come to training yet. And I did this very special presentation um, in December and that caused her to want to come check it out. Mm -hmm. So by the time she was done, she had three champion relationships, three in five weeks. Okay. And now she's working through those champion relationships following that agenda. I can't tell you what that result will be just yet, but you do the math. If you open right. up a door for each other one time every four weeks, that is a new lead that you're trying to get into. And now you have it to nurture. So that was that just happened. Yeah, no, that is that is awesome. 
Um, so how can, um, you know, what what are some of the, what do you see, uh, you know, in the future? What, you know, if you look through your crystal ball 2023 and beyond, uh, that would be like the final um, kind of question, always like forward looking. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you see in the next two to three years? Yep. So I see us being much more localized and customized. We're already starting that process. We're doing that now. And uh, in two to three years, I believe we'll have at least half the country in coverage, at least have meetings in half the country, or at least each state. Um, I see us doing much more, many more presentations. I'll have more books that I'm writing. I have another book coming out this this spring. Um, So there'll be more books to come there. I should be doing more presentations. And um, we're also going to open up our training to non-members for the first time ever. And so we'll be training corporate teams, um, real estate agents, whatever, groups, groups, think groups of people that will be going through our training to develop champions for themselves and literally changing the world and revolutionizing the way people connect, serve, and ask of each other. And everybody winning is the objective there. Any last minute advice that you want to share with listeners? Yeah. I got one. So this year, as you have listened to this podcast today, I highly recommend you get real intentional and get out in front of the things that might be happening to your business, the environments, just get real intentional about developing really good relationships so that you can go where you want to go. The key is going to be in the relationships in which you build. You can sell stuff all day long. I don't care what business you got. But if you don't have relationships and you don't get intentional about having them, it, it, it could be hurtful or harmful. So get out in front of it, be intentional, start building real, authentic champion relationships so you can help your business now and forever to grow. Thank you very much. Really appreciate your insights and your time. How can people get in contact with you and, you know, if they want to learn more about what you do, your books, you know, your community? Yeah. So you can, um, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. You guys can connect with me there. Um, I am also always open for one-to-one. So you might have questions or whatever. I'll be happy to do that. You can also find our website at h7network.com. And on LinkedIn, my name is Clay Hicks. So be careful of that or, or look for that. And uh, also, you can just email me, Clayton at h7network.com. Be happy to chat about it. Wonderful. And we're going to have all that information in the show notes as well. So people can, if they don't have a pen and paper handy, they can definitely um, get that information in the show notes as well. Well, that's it for this week, everyone. Again, um, thank you, Clay, for your time. Um, you know, folks, if you want to learn more, you'll have that information in the show notes. Check out the show's uh, website www.infhorizon.com for slash podcast and we're going to have this uh, streaming there as well bye for now thank you so much for having me on